Welcome to Love in Life, a guide to a positive mindset. My aim is to show you that the key to a happier and more positive mind is to love the life you have. We'll look at tips and tools you can use to improve your mindset. And the best thing is, we'll all be on this journey together. Hello, guys. Welcome to episode 27. It feels like forever since I've recorded. Um, It's been two weeks, but that period over Christmas just feels like so much longer, doesn't it? So my last episode was the Wednesday before Christmas, which was the solstice episode. Um, So I just want to begin by wishing you a very happy new year. I hope you had an amazing Christmas. I hope it was, you had the most wonderful time around your loved ones um, and enjoyed the new year. Um, Thank you for those of you who joined me on the 2023 the year of me goal setting workshop um we had a great time we we all set some amazing goals and it was quite an emotional and honest experience that we had with each other and it was absolutely lovely but since i last spoke to you i've delivered my last wedding cake so i'm no longer a cake maker we did I did my solstice ritual with my family, which was really lovely, actually. It was really well received by the boys. I didn't think that they would really understand it or really want to get involved in it, but they did it for me, and I actually think they really enjoyed it. So we set some, uh, we let some things go, and we lit them in the fire, and we made a gratitude tree. So we listed, we made things that we were grateful for and pinned them onto our little twig tree um, which I've still got now so that's really lovely we've had Christmas and I had all the family around to me which was really lovely it's all a it was all a mad last minute rush though because I had my wedding cake on the 21st of December I hadn't finished my Christmas shopping so then I was Christmas shopping the day after it was just all a bit manic and everything caught up with me And a few days after Christmas, I got ill, which is why I haven't recorded another podcast episode since then. I do apologise for the lack of podcast episode last week. And it turns out that I actually had COVID, which I didn't realise at the time when I should have been recording. Uh, But yeah, I had COVID and I'm still, I'm just, I'm I'm okay now. Um, But it just took a while. It's taken a while for me to get my energy levels back but I'm all good. For my first episode of 2023, I want to talk about something that I'm very passionate about. And you guys know how much I love talking about um, vibration, frequency and energy. And something that is very, very closely linked to that is um, crystals. Now, I'm not going to lie, it's only in the last year that I have really... um, found a love for crystals and I don't know if you remember me saying but I actually took a course um, last year and I'm actually certified in um, crystal healing. So I just want to give you um, a bit of an overview today on why crystals are so key to our energy and how we can use them to um, raise our own vibration. Now, just in case you haven't listened to previous episodes, I'm just going to give you a very, very quick basic overview. But 
everything has energy, like absolutely everything that we can think of, look at, touch, everything has energy, um, whether you can see it or not. So crystals have energy and everything has different frequencies of energy and the frequency of energy just means um, how quickly it vibrates. Um, So the quicker it vibrates, the higher frequency it has. And everything on this planet, in the universe, everything vibrates at different frequencies and that includes crystals. But in order to understand how crystals can help our energy, I first want to tell you a little bit about chakras. Chakras are energy centers that we all have in our bodies and we each have seven basic chakras. Each chakra provides energy to different parts of the body and when those different parts of the body are, um, when those the chakras are blocked or clogged then you can get ill, you can get low energy but by using Reiki and by using crystals we can open up the chakra Um, which balances the flow of energy around the body. So before I go on and explain the seven different chakras, I just want to emphasize that what I'm about to tell you does not replace medical advice, okay? So this basically is just purely based on energy, our energy centers. And what I'm about to tell you just explains how we can connect to them in a spiritual way. If you have problems, if you have medical problems, then you need to see a GP, not listen to my spiritual advice, okay? Right, now we've got that cleared up. The first um, of the seven chakras is the root chakra. And this is commonly associated with the color red. It's located in the base of the spine, so right at the very bottom of your tailbone. And the root chakra represents your grounding stability and your connection to your emotions. If you have a strong root chakra, then you will have strong survival instincts um, to fight or flight. So you know how to handle situations. And you have confidence in finding your place in groups. So whether that's in family or friendship groups. The root chakra is the most common chakra to be imbalanced and if imbalanced you might have a tendency to feel insecure or lonely but physically you might find that you have um, frequent tummy troubles or constipation. You might struggle with your digestive system Um, and because this is located in your the base of your spine, then most lower body um, issues are linked to the imbalance of the root chakra. So if you have problems with your legs or your feet, then this might suggest that you have an imbalance in your root chakra energy. The second of the chakras is the sacral chakra, which is often associated with the color orange. And this chakra is located in the abdomen, so about two inches below your belly button. The sacral chakra corresponds to um, your personal power in a creative sense. 
it corresponds to um, your sexuality and also your emotions and your senses. So if you're feeling over or under emotional, over or under sexual, over or under creative, then this might be a sign that your sacral chakra is out of balance. So if you suffer from um, commitment issues, whether you're whether you struggle to commit or whether you overcommit, if you ooh, bash the microphone there, um, if you feel that you struggle creatively, if you lack um, drive, if you lack ambition, if you struggle for confidence, this might be a sign that you need to rebalance your sacral chakra. And because of where it's located, in a medical sense, it can quite often cause um, problems in your sexual organs, in your kidneys, in your bladder, and in your large intestines. And sometimes this is also linked to constipation. The next chakra I want to talk about is the solar plexus. And this is located in the upper abdomen so that is about two inches above your belly button and this chakra is often associated with the color yellow it corresponds to our willpower it corresponds to our um, personal drive our confidence our self-esteem <clears throat> excuse me our self-identity so if you quite often feel um, drained or if you feel a lack of control or helplessness this might be a sign that your solar plexus is out of alignment if you um, tend to worry a lot about what others think if you feel confused or if you have a tendency to procrastinate then this might be an indication that you need to rebalance your solar plexus. And in a physical sense, this chakra is quite often associated with problems in the stomach, in the liver, in the gallbladder, in the small intestine. So if you do suffer from any of these issues, then it might be worth having a think if you struggle with self-esteem or self-confidence or if you're the type of person that sets goals but struggles to stick to them, then this would be a good area for you to focus on. The next of the chakras is the heart chakra, which is often associated with the color green, which isn't necessarily what you would associate with the heart. Um, however, the colors are based on the colors of the aura which is a whole different episode. Um, so I'll go into that another time. But for now, just know that the color green is associated with the heart chakra. And this is obviously located around the heart area. So um, around the center of the chest. The heart chakra is associated with love and con connection, joy and inner peace. So if you're grieving or if you are struggling um, in a relationship, then you might find that this causes your heart chakra to be imbalanced. And when your heart chakra is imbalanced, you might struggle with feelings of unworthiness, um, a fear of intimacy. You might hold grudges. You might struggle to forgive others. 
you might struggle to forgive yourself. You might be being hard on yourself for something. An imbalance in this area might also cause you to have low self-esteem. It might cause you to be paranoid and have low energy. It might even cause you to be overly angry. Physically, the heart chakra is connected to the heart, obviously, the lungs, the upper back and the shoulders, the hands and arms, like everything that expands from that area. So if you struggle physically in any of those areas, then that might also be a sign that your heart chakra is out of alignment. Now, the next chakra is the throat chakra. And this is often associated with the color blue, so a light blue sometimes. And this is my favorite chakra because it all stems around your communication. Obviously, it's located in the throat. um, So anything around the neck, the throat, the mouth. And therefore, it corresponds to your voice, your expression, self-expression, your honesty and integrity, your ability to communicate your ability to speak your truth. So if you struggle to do any of these things or feel these things, then it might be a sign that your throat chakra is imbalanced. And you might find yourself telling fibs, not being able to keep secrets or um, being overly shy or secretive. You might find yourself with issues around expressing your views with confidence. Um, Because of where the throat chakra is located, then if you suffer regularly with throat issues or thyroid or sinus, or you know, you have a lot of coughs and colds, then this might be a sign that you need to rebalance your um, throat chakra energy. If you struggle with neck or shoulder pain as well. Next up is your third eye chakra and this is located on your forehead in between your eyes. It's quite often associated with the colour indigo so um, or a dark blue or sometimes a purple um, but purple is also associated with the crown chakra as well so sometimes they do cross over. The third eye chakra is associated with your focus and your ability to see the bigger picture and um, strong intuition. It's also associated with your beliefs and attitudes, um, your mental clarity, your um, ability to see clearly and um, trust in people and your desire to learn and grow. So because of where it's located, um, if you find yourself having um, eye problems, so whether you have blurred vision or other eye problems, if you suffer from headaches, tension headaches, if if you struggle with memory or if you struggle with sleeping, these could all be a sign that your third eye is out of balance. You might find yourself lacking purpose or direction and you might feel afraid of success or alternatively you might be overly egotistical like when one of your chakras is out of balance it could work 
um, in one way or another. So it could make you underly feeling something or it could make you overly feeling something. And then finally, the crown chakra, which is located on the very top of your head where your crown would be placed. Um, This is a highly spiritual chakra and it connects you to the spiritual world. It connects you to the universe. It is your access to your subconscious and your unconscious. And if you want to feel enlightened, which is another way of um, truly knowing your purpose in this world, then connect to your crown chakra. And when you're connected to your crown chakra, when your crown chakra is balanced, then you radiate energy. You are dedicated to peace. You have faith and trust and you have gratitude for your life, like true gratitude for everything on the planet. Does that make sense? So because of where it's located, if you, um, you know, other head problems that you might suffer with. So again, headaches, migraine, um, sometimes depression, sensitivity to light. This can mean that your um, crown chakra is out of balance. If you feel no spark and you feel insignificant, if you struggle to feel joy, then it could be a sign that you need to um, take a look at rebalancing your crown chakra. So when you've identified that one of your chakras might be imbalanced or blocked even, um, then one way that you can um, work to unblock it is, or to rebalance it is by using crystals. And the way we can use crystals to rebalance our chakras is by connecting with the energy that is carried by a particular crystal. Now, all crystals carry different energies, they carry different properties, and you can use them directly on your chakra areas. Um, So obviously, if you wanted to focus on the heart chakra, then you would place um, one of the crystals that corresponds with the heart chakra and covers the properties that you are looking for. You would place it around your chest area. You could also meditate with them. Um, or just have them dotted around the house and soak up their energy. You can also have them in the bath with you. Um, some it's always worth checking if crystals are, um, if particular crystals are able to be in water. Most are fine, but some of them are just a bit too delicate and um, soft to be placed in water. But if you are able to place them in the bath, then your energy it will soak up in the water, which obviously your body will soak up. When choosing a crystal, um, you want to really connect with it. So if you're in a crystal shop, then pick up all the, you know, all the different crystals and feel which one you feel drawn to. See if the energy matches yours. If you get, sometimes if you get a tingling sensation, then that is a sign that it's the one you're looking for. And quite often when I'm choosing crystals, I'll just hold them in my hand and just see if it feels good in my hand like it just sits nicely in my fist it's all down to intuition and how you feel about it and when you buy crystals um, it's important to cleanse them when you get them home because if you imagine um, sort of everybody when they go to choose their crystals everybody picking up those crystals the 
crystals absorb other people's energies as well as pass on their energies so all the different energies are going to be inside that crystal so it's important to cleanse cleanse it when you get home and there's a number of ways you can do this so you can run them underwater or if you can put them in um, natural naturally occurring water so in a stream or a river or in the sea then that's even better um, because it's obviously connected to nature Um, But water, it's, you know, the idea of running it underwater is by draining the energy from it and returning it to the earth. You can um, smudge them with sage. So you can buy like um, natural sage, which you light and then the smoke of it, um, you put the crystals within the smoke and it just cleanses the energy from the crystal I mean, this all sounds a bit bonkers, doesn't it? If you're not into crystals, you probably think I'm fucking barking. But honestly, like, what have you got to lose by just giving all this a go? Absolutely nothing. Um, So go with me. You can, um, there's different crystals that you can get that also has um, cleansing properties and purifying properties. And selenite is one of them. You can buy, I've actually got a little... um, Sorry, you can probably tell that I've got my crystals in front of me now. I'm reaching over for my selenite wand and it looks like a little stick um, of ice, I guess, like white ice. And it's said that if you put certain crystals on top of it, then it draws out the energy um, to recharge and to cleanse that the other crystal. You can put them out in natural light. So you can put them out in daylight or in um, moonlight even. And the energy from the sun or the moon cleanses the energy through them. And you can also bury them in the earth as well. So obviously they are reconnecting with the earth if they're um, buried in the soil. I don't like doing this because I don't like dirt and I don't like mud. Um, That's not one of my ways of... um, recharging my crystals if I'm honest Um, but another good way is visualization so if you hold the crystals in your hand and just visualize a white um, radiant light surrounding them and getting brighter and brighter and if you visualize the impurities flushing out of the stone um, then you might feel a shift in the stone's energy you might feel it sort of coming back to life again So it's important to um, find which way works for you and do this um, probably once a month because, as I said, the crystals soak up energy. So if, especially if you have a crystal that is particularly good at drawing out negative energy, you want to get rid of that energy um, regularly, to be honest, so as it's not carrying within the crystal and then uh, radiating back to you again. In fact, I'm due... A recharge of all my crystals um, talking about it now actually is just making me want to go through them all and like repurpose them oh that's another thing I wanted to say as well when you buy a crystal um, or when you've um, charged your crystal should I say you need to reset the intentions for it so you have to give your crystal an intention so look up the properties that each crystal has and decide Decide with your crystal what you want it to do to your body. What Decide what effect it's going to have on you. 
So on that note, I'm going to tell you a few crystals that I recommend for each chakra. So starting with the root chakra, um, you've got red jasper and most there's so many different types of jasper that you can buy. Most of them are associated with the root chakra. So red jasper reminds you to pause and reassist, reassess the situation from different angles, absorbing all the information that surrounds you. It allows you to anchor yourself and connect with the environment. And it helps you question if there's another approach that you haven't considered. Another um, crystal that's good for the root chakra, but this is also good for um, a number of others as well, including the sacral and solar plexus. Um, but this is carnelian, and this is like an orangey sort of coloured um, crystal. And it allows us to see the opportunities that are within us. It help, helps us to see our individuality. It also helps you to see what is holding you back and to reconnect with how your inner power can um, release what is holding you back. So crystals that are good for the sacral chakra, one of them is orange calcite, and this helps you find um, solutions to problems. It helps you overcome challenges and it helps you transform gloomy emotions. So sometimes if you're feeling um, a bit down, then use orange calcite's uplifting vibration. If you're lacking creativity, you can use orange calcite's creative energy to boost your creativity. Another crystal good for um, the sacral chakra is the peach moonstone. And the qualities of this are patient, unfolding and organic. So we've all been so conditioned to value immediate um, results that it's trickled out into every aspect of life. So the peach moonstone, what that does is it lets your life unfold in its own divine timing. You, It makes you appreciate the experience that you're going through rather than constantly searching for the end result all the time. It also helps you break from comparison as well. It, it teaches you that we're all individual. Okay, so for some crystals that are good for the sacral chakra, you've got my favourite, my absolute favourite that I feel most connected to, which is citrine. I've got about three or four different citrines floating about the house. And I've just realised I said sacral chakra when actually I meant solar plexus. We've already done sacral. Right, so citrine is amazing for moving your dream into a reality. It helps you focus on the next steps. It uh, makes your mind clear, it helps your motivation and it helps you be creative. It's also associated with um, abundance and wealth. Next up, another favourite of mine is Tiger's Eye and the qualities of Tiger's Eye are aligning, balancing and integrating. This is a good one for empaths who um, quite often soak up other people's energy and guilt um, or the need to people please quite often determines our priorities, leaving us feeling overwhelmed and quite often depleted. So tiger's eye is great for 
um, merging the inner and outer expressions of our energy and it helps you um, prioritize in a healthy manner. Using the energy from tiger's eye, it helps you say no when you need to and say yes only when you mean it. A couple of good crystals to help heal the heart chakra. One of my, another one of my favorites, rose quartz. Um, and this one represents love. It represents self-love and it helps you see yourself with compassion. It helps you see yourself from... Um, an angle of worthiness and this is something I sleep with my rose quartz under my pillow every single night and I also find that it helps um, relieve tension from my shoulders. Green adventurine is another good one for the heart chakra and um, this one has a high um, level of positive powers and it also signifies wealth. It's um, it helps remind you that the journey you're taking is an energetic state of mind, not just a path to take. Um, and it helps you be guided by your heart. Okay, so crystals associated with the throat chakra. One of them is sodalite. The qualities of sodalite are intuitive, awakening and recalibrating. They help you develop faith and have soulful, meaningful conversations and seeing yourself as enough. It helps you see things from a place of honest reflection. The next is blue kyanite and the qualities of this crystal are compassionate, communicative and connective. So sometimes we forget that communication is reciprocal and we, that we must listen as much as we speak. When we focus on our part of the conversation, we sometimes miss what was shared and respond from a place of ego or fear. But blue kyanite demonstrates the power of compassionate communication, helping us find the words to share our truth and receive another's with openness and love. Next up are crystals for the third eye. And one of them is amethyst. And amethyst is conscious, thoughtful and soothing. Finding a balance between our responsibilities and rest is a constant learning process. Under amethyst, we cultivate a sense of stability by living with awareness and intention. We learn to balance responsibility with pleasure, knowing that there's time and a place for it all. Amethyst helps overcome addictive tendencies. It helps balance the physical and energetic bodies and it helps rediscover pleasure. It helps remind you that joy is just as important as any other responsibility. Another one is lapis lazuli and this one is objective, aware and mysterious. Um, lapis lazuli also corresponds with the throat chakra and also the crown chakra and it helps, um, it helps with truthful communication. It helps with self-examination. Self it facilitates a deep exploration into the past and it ushers us into an experience of total awareness like Ross's Unagi. And then finally, for the crown chakra, an amazing crystal is clear quartz. And clear quartz acts as a beacon. It's the shining light clarifying what we've been running from and also the light guiding us home back into ourselves. 
It magnifies those experiences that are looking for resolution, keeping them front and centre so we may learn, grow and transform from them. Sometimes seeing ourselves is deeply uncomfortable. We're both intrigued and unsettled. The more we avoid it, the more painful this can be and Clear Quartz connects us with our deepest truth. So there we go. That is the whole subject of chakras and crystals in a nutshell. I love talking about that and I love learning more about it. Like you can never know enough. The more I look into it, the more I learn. So I'd love to know your thoughts on crystals. Like, do you love crystals? Do you think I'm fucking barking mad? Or is it something that you'd like to learn more about? Like the way I see it, even if you don't believe in it, what is the actual harm in using crystals for alternative therapy? As long as you're using them alongside, you know, modern medicine, then what is the actual harm? And you never know, it could make a massive difference in your life. Some people think that crystals create a placebo effect. But the thing is, placebo effects are proven to help recover from conditions so you know what's the problem let me know what your favorite crystal is you can do this on instagram you can dm me and if you've loved this episode why not give it a little share why not put a picture of your favorite crystal on instagram and tag me in it let me know that i'm not alone in the world of crystals so guys one of my goals this year is to grow my podcast. So I am asking you, if you listen to this every week, if you tune in to whatever I decide to go on about every week, then you obviously like what I've got to say. So can I ask you very, very kindly to, if that's you, if you tune in every week and you like what I say, please do find one person, at least one person this week to Um, talk about my podcast with or to share it with because if every single one of you shares my podcast to at least one person then I've got the ability to grow by double in one week do you know what I mean so I beg you if you if you love me and you want to help me out please please do share and you know if you really love me then please do um, leave a review. If you go on to um, Apple or Spotify or however you listen to your podcasts and either rate, obviously five stars, um, but if you're able to, then leave me a little review. I would absolutely, totally appreciate that and love you forever. So this is me unapologetically and unashamedly begging for your help to help me grow. Thanks a lot for that, guys. And thank you so much for listening, as always. Again, apologies for the lack of podcast last week, but you'll be pleased to know I am feeling loads, loads better. And I don't intend on missing any more episodes anytime soon. Have a great week, guys. I can't wait to see your um, crystal pictures shared with me on Instagram. And I'll speak to you next week. Love you lots. Bye.